1: gentlemen welcome back another week of nfl action fantasy football talk and one week of the preseason down gary that means we are one week closer to nfl regular season action
0: yeah we're getting there Uh, we got a couple weeks left and it's almost time for us to get into the swing of things
1: also about to be time for us to really put the uh the pedal down with uh, some fantasy drafts, guys. If you guys have questions, who would we rather, Who? what What our thought process is, reach on out. Uh, we've said it multiple times, but we will remind you again on the social media machines, on Twitter, at FantasyBeasts, with an S, FB, or on our Facebook page. I'm going to try to pull that one up real quick here. Uh, that would be... Okay, stop it. Calm down. That would be under at Fantasy Beasts FB Pod. So, guys, if you've got questions, things that you want to run by us, strategies, let us know. We'll talk football with you. But for today's episode, we're going to talk about some more news that's going around in training camps around the league, and talk about players who might have jumped some stock a little so far in week one of the fantasy se- or in week one of the uh, preseason here. But we'll get to the news first and foremost here. The Jets. Uh, second round pick wide receiver, Elijah Moore underwent an MRI for a quad injury is expected to be all right. A bit of a, uh, a a deep breath there for Jets fans. There was concern he could miss some time. Looks like he should be able to heal up pretty quick from that. Jets receiver Denzel Mims, uh, has been the hot topic of camp saying that he's falling behind there. He's saying that it's still due to food poisoning from the, from spring.
0: I didn't know food poisoning could still last that long.
1: I didn't either. I'm actually quite baffled by that. But Denzel Mim says food poisoning is what's causing him to not be at 100% here. Uh, Seattle, fourth-round pick from last year, Kobe Parkinson, a tight end who they were going to hope they could lean on this year, suffers his second foot fracture in two seasons with a timetable still TBD on when he will return to the game.
0: That's tough for Seattle, considering they lost another tight end
1: in free agency. Yeah, and that was going to be... A, they lost two. Greg Olson was there last year yep. as well, and Greg Olson retired. Uh, Dion Lewis, former Patriot, former Titan, has retired from the NFL after 10 seasons. That's a pretty good career for a running back. Pretty good career, and
0: he's made a, he made a living uh, out of the backfield with like his little pass. Nice touches. receiving
1: back, yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll, I found this earlier and I thought this was a little intrig- intriguing here. Pete Carroll is still hopeful that Rashad Penny can have a reemergence and can become the number one running back there. I never thought I'd hear those words out of a coach's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Chargers first-rounder, Rashawn Slater, has been impressing, notably Joey Bosa. There's footage out there of him in camp swiping Joey Bosa away. Not letting Bosa beat, the, or beat him.
0: Yeah, I've seen a couple videos. Uh, they're, I mean, iron sharpens iron. Um, but the rookie doing really well against a very solid uh, player, one of the best, player.
1: One of the best edges in the league. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I don't think Joey Bosa is out here giving the kid any, any discounts either. So, mm-hmm. good news for him. You and I liked Rashawn Slater in the draft process. I know people, yep. got, people got wonky on him in the back half. Which we didn't really understand that hate, and he Are slid they, a little down. It
0: was one of those, oh, is he a guard or is the a tackle kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, guess what? He looks like a tackle, and it looks good for him. Uh, Green Bay Packers tight end Josiah Deguara is being called fantastic through the beginning of camp, and this is a guy coming off of a torn ACL last year uh, midway through the season. Kind of a bad break for him. I don't know if you remember how it happened at all, Gary. He just got rolled up on after the play. Had somebody fall on his leg and blew his ACL out.
0: I don't know if I saw the play or not, or if I saw a video or heard about it, but it, it's one of those plays that is it's really unfortunate because you can't avoid it. Yeah,
1: it's it's something that he, he could have done nothing to change it to, took away most of his rookie year, but a guy who Green Bay felt strong enough to go get in the fourth last year, tight ends notably take a little longer to develop. right? Uh, and the fact that he's coming back, they said it looks like he hasn't missed a beat. That's really probably good news for Green Bay is they don't have a whole bunch there. Yes, Robert Tunyon uh, came out of came out of the woodworks last year, but the more receiving options for Rodgers, the better. There. The Jaguars have traded linebacker Joe Scobert to the Steelers for a sixth round pick. Uh, Pittsburgh a little beat up on the back end. Jacksonville takes takes salary out on this deal. Pittsburgh really ends up with a really good deal. Joe Scobert was, was a high prize free agent a couple years ago and a very good tackling linebacker.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they were willing to give up or just take a six-round pick and they think they don't need him, then
1: Jacksonville feels like they win the trade. But uh, I think a lot of Steelers fans are yeah. going to feel happy and like they won that trade. And right. Rightfully so. I mean, yeah, you, you might not have Devin Bush right away, especially he tore his ACL late in the season last year, mm-hmm. But I think this softens the blow where Bush isn't necessarily ready to go 100% or has a setback. You've got an like a, a, the worst-case scenario in Scobert. Right. Uh, 49ers signed linebacker Michael Kendricks, most, notable, most notably had some issues off the field with uh, sports betting. Wasn't sports it? betting, And he, I believe he had to serve minor jail time, but he's allowed to continue his career. Niners take the risk on him. Uh, competition brewing in Miami. Gary, I know you'll be excited about this. Malcolm Brown took the first team snaps in this weekend's preseason game ahead of Miles Gaskin.
0: Yeah, definitely. Solid for me. I'm a Malcolm Brown owner.
1: In Dynasty Leagues. Yep. Um, Christian Wilkerson. This is a guy we'll talk about him a little bit, Uh, but when we were together last week Thursday, Gary, we watched a Pats game, and Wilkerson had some stats. He's seeing first team reps at receiver there. Granted, I know they've had some injuries, but... That's a pretty big deal, guy who's coming out of the woodwork to take away reps. Yeah, I mean, Bill's the type of guy
0: to play the players that are going to... That are going to prove that
1: they want to be there. I mean, that was... I.e. Ramon J. Stevenson. (laughs) Well, yeah, but outside of that as well, um, Jacoby Myers, whoever. everybody saw them go out and and Keel Harry's coming back out as a first-round pick and he's looking good again, and they went out and got Kendrick Bourne and um, Nelson Aguilar... And Jacoby Myers could have just gone, okay, well, I'm the number three on the step chart, and instead he's mm-hmm. pushed himself further this offseason, and he yeah. started to look like a number one. Uh, so, I mean, the Belichick way, man, it's never going to go away. Until that man is in a coffin, I think he will coach until the day he dies. Right,
0: I think that man that man is, like, a more You
1: don't have to like him, but you got to respect him. Right. Uh, Bears signed former Bill and Eagle offensive tackle Jason Peters to a one-year deal. No, it's not just saying, hey, he's going to be a backup. Uh, Matt Nagy has said he will be in play as the starting left tackle come the beginning of the season. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle, young up-and-coming defensive tackle, Nelson Gallimore, out four to six weeks with a dislocated elbow. Yikes. Uh, Well, better case scenario for them because they thought he had torn a tendon in his elbow and he might have had a long-term prognosis. Yeah. So four to six weeks in the long scale of things, yeah, you're missing part of the season. But it's almost putting him right on pace to uh, to almost a Rashad Bateman return. But yeah. we'll we'll talk about that in a, in a minute too. Uh, the L.A. Rams, Van Jefferson, last year's second round pick out of Florida, is a player to watch. He's been climbing that depth chart, and he he's not handing over the number three receiver role. So Van Jefferson might be the guy who who sees some some reps this year. Gary, it's almost like uh, this next bit of news. It's almost like you and I do our research. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Jake Funk seeing an uptick in reps behind Daryl Henderson has been listed as a player to watch. Is getting quite a bit of shine right now in Rams training camp.
0: Yeah, I mean, we liked him, obviously, out of the draft. Um, we knew the Rams were getting.
1: Um, and obviously not a great scenario when you lose a player like Cam Aker, but when when we watched Cam Aker go down, you and I both said this could be big news for Jake Funk, and yeah. lo and behold... Uh, they said Daryl Henderson has, however, looked like the true blue number one running back there, and it doesn't look like they're going to turn that away anytime right. soon. But Funk is seeing reps. Uh, the Washington football team releases running back, Lamar Miller, and quite honestly, I forgot he was still in the league. So did I. <laughs> um, Justin Herbert mentioned t- that he plans on making the Chargers offense better, and the way to do that, and this is very fantasy relevant news here, guys, uh, is involving Mike Williams more. That, to me, tells me you're going to see a couple more throws a game than Mike Williams, which elevates him from being that wide receiver four yeah. to a high-end wide receiver three by chance. So Yeah, and I mean... If I'm getting him late, I think that's a guy I'm easily taking a, a shot on.
0: Yeah, and I like the initiative by Herbert to say, hey, we need to get the veteran players or these guys that are going to make plays exactly. involved in, in the
1: game. Uh, and normally, I would say this is bad news for you. However, you also have him, so I don't think it's the worst news. Uh, I, I thought like, you drafted Larry Roundtree. I think I did. Uh, Chargers running back is looking like it's going to be a by committee approach, so it's not going to be Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler alone. It's going to be Austin Eckler and friends essentially. They did
0: say that last year too, when uh, they actually I think he came back against the Bills. Yeah, he was like ah oh, he's not going to take any reps. They do took all the reps, so I don't I don't really buy it unless I see it.
1: Ravens are expected to place wide receiver Rashad Bateman on the IR, which would rule him out immediately till at least week four of the regular season. In other news, Sammy Watkins also got hurt today in camp. <laughs> they have one healthy wide receiver and Mark Andrews. That team is in abysmal shape right now.
0: Yeah, and I know, and they're going to blame the same thing with uh, Lamar not putting up the stats on all the receivers being hurt. Which I mean, it is a factor, but at the same time, I don't, I don't see it being, I don't see
1: his production being that much more improved. Hampered. Um. Tom Brady, albeit uh, not the greatest game for the young kid. Tom Brady out here giving a nod for Kyle Trask, saying he's looked very good and been very competent in learning the offense.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people were like, oh, Trask looked bad. But actually, I I was watching a breakdown of his film, and when he was able to make the throws and step up, he looked good. But there was a lot of times where he had to hurry the throws or had to throw it off balance because the rush was in his face. Um his stats didn't look good, but when he was actually able to do what he needed to do, he was gonna he delivered. So, um, obviously, he's not gonna play right now, but possibly in the future when he's getting the first team reps, it's a little hopeful when you see what actually happens is what's actually happening on film.
1: Yeah. Uh. Listen, Rome wasn't built in a day. No. right. They knew what they had, and a lot of people have said it. Kyle Trask was Kyle Trask is already a very very good player. That. If anybody would have benefited from learning some bits in the league, it's him. Okay, cool. Guess what? We get to stick him behind the greatest of all time, or and what most would say.
0: I thought there was a couple teams that he could have been drafted to. He would have started right away.
1: But that might not have been better but, for him in right, the long run.
0: Development-wise, because he's a project quarterback right now, um, it's he's better off sitting behind
1: I've heard too many people... When 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 I went through rookie drafts with dynasty leagues, just shitting on Kyle Trask. Who mm-hmm. oh, oh, what's he gonna do? He's behind Tom Brady. Hey, guess what? Uh, newsflash: Jimmy Garoppolo was behind Tom Brady for how many years, and is currently a starter in this league. Right. And I mean, if me banking the same thing on Kyle Trask in the same situation at an older point in, Kyle, in Tom Brady's career is bad, then I don't want to be wrong. I right? don't be right.
0: Let's say Brady plays another four years. Kyle Trask is on a four-year contract. Yeah. And Kyle Chess says, uh, I don't really want to play in Tampa, and I'm going to go be a starter somewhere else. But
1: at the same time, if Kyle Chess goes, actually, you know not let me stay in Tampa, I've got some report yeah. with some of these guys, uh, he might be able to, and, and it's weird because you don't see it happen in the NFL often, but he might be able to almost turn it into what would be a bridge deal. Yeah. Okay, hey, I'll play two years for you guys at $20 million a year. Yeah. Going right on quarterbacks, 50 at this point. Okay, so he's going to save the Bucks thirty million for the quarterback going rate right yeah. for them to go. Okay, let's see if we really have it with this kid mm-hmm. or not, and then he can spin that into a fifty million dollar contract in two years. Right. Uh, Packers veterans. That I. This is. This makes me want to giggle. Uh, I don't think the Packers players give a shit about winning a, a Super Bowl this year, considering they're just looking to unearth fossils that once played yeah. for the team. <laughs> Uh, Packers veterans Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, and David Bakhtiari want the team to go re-sign former edge rusher Clay Matthews, who hasn't been efficient in two years, who didn't play last year.
0: Might who, as well bring AJ Hawk back. You might as well, yeah.
1: Get Booker McFarlane. In yeah, there. like, like <laughs> I, I'm not getting it. There's, like, I get it. You have friends in the league, but at some point you got to understand. Okay, hey man, we're all over the. We're all the. You, you aren't in a 40 up league. Like the Packers going to be the first team that have everybody on AARP. <laughs> oh, Lord. Jordan Love undergoes an MRI for a shoulder injury. Unlikely to miss time, however. He got crunched pretty hard this past weekend. Uh, this is a cool note. Gary, you and I were real high on this kid. Uh, Titans rookie Caleb Farley requested to travel with the team for the game this past weekend, although he knew he would not be suiting up due to his back injury. Wanted to learn as much as he could from the team and from his players around him as he could. They talk a lot about rookies and work ethic and not necessarily having the drive. And that's the exact, exact, exact yeah, opposite mean, right there. He's
0: taking the mental reps. That's just as important.
1: Uh, Saints are releasing veteran cornerback Prince Amukamara. And the Texans have waived 2025th round draft pick out of Rhode Island, Isaiah Coulter. Uh, sounds like uh, they're really content there with Brandon Cooks. I guess and so. Kiki QT and others. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, yeah. But I. I do not want to make fun of him. Uh, So we will get back. We will kind of review all of the games here this week, see if there's anybody we want to talk about. Um, Started off with Thursday's slate. We had the Eagles and the Steelers. Steelers come out ahead in this one 24-16. In terms of what we saw, Dwayne Haskins had somewhat of a day. Yeah, I mean – for him
0: getting most of the reps, he was 16 for 22, 161, and a touch.
1: He definitely uh, had a couple puzzling uh, puzzling decisions he made throughout the day.
0: But a little bit of hope there. If Ben retires, maybe that that's the guy. I don't know. We'll,
1: yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, you know, it didn't look like he did great when we were watching the game, but he was 8 of 9 for 77. So he didn't even have a bad game, and especially against... The first team for that scenario. Correct.
0: I mean, we know we kind of know what we have in Mason Rudolph. Um, he's just got to kind of put it together if he's going to actually. I mean, the he's got air Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Deontay Johnson was the guy this week. The first, uh, the Hall of Fame game. Chase Claypool was all over the field, making plays left and right and center. Uh, this week it was Deontay Johnson, three for forty-one in about a quarter of work, and that's where I've been super high this whole time with uh, with Deontay. You got him three for 41 and a quarter. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me you're not going to target him at least six more times throughout the game and you have the potential of seven for 100? In a PPR league, he's going to eat this year.
0: Yeah, just not allowed to on week one.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he was he was held in check really well last year against Buffalo. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles side of the ball, Joe Flacco. Uh, he looked great. I'm also being sarcastic. Uh <laughs> was 10 of 17 for 178 and a touchdown. However, one of those 10 completions was a 79-yard touchdown pass that he threw to the line of scrimmage and his receiver made all of the work. Yeah, I mean it was one of those little
0: pop screen. It was like a jailbreak
1: yep. screen type of play. Quez I mean, Watkins looked great on the play. He, he looked fast. I, he made he makes fast guys look slow. Yep. <laughs> um But, no, I'm not going to jump on the Joe Flacco bandwagon because you get rid of that one catch, he's 9 of 16 for 99 yards and no touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the best day. Kenneth Gainwell only took two carries, but he looked good. Two for fourteen, seven yards average, um, and two catches for 16 yards as well. Very limited, saw kind of between first and second team reps. Yep. it seems like they're kind of holding out on him because they know that he's going to play a lot. Yeah, uh, and tight end, former quarterback convert to tight end. Tyree Jackson had two for 32 as well. Made himself open a lot. The Washington football team versus the New England Patriots. Uh, This was something Gary alluded to already earlier on in the show. New England wins this one 22-13. The first real standout player, we'll go right to New England here. uh, Gary's friend, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah,
0: 10 carries for 127 and two touchdowns. That he had himself
1: like, a day. Sounds
0: like RB1 type of stats.
1: Um, Their third, fourth unit guard, mm-hmm. I can't remember the kid's name off the top of my head. Uh, he needs to be on the second unit for next week because he single handedly set up that Ramondre Stevenson yep. touchdown. He kicked out and bulldozed the edge mm-hmm. and just opened the cleanest like Yeah, Stevenson looked great because Stevenson ended up having to get through past three people on the ground. Right. But that that run doesn't happen without that guard pulling him and ripping that block.
0: And I think Bill's the type of guy to say, hey, uh, this this guy's gonna produce so let's see what he does on the first second team.
1: I will say Sony Michelle had a decent day. Yep. 4.3 yards per carry, six carries for 26 yards. Damian Harris, four for 17, 4.3 yards per carry. I mean, it kind um, of
0: bodes well, too, if they're going to roll with Cam as the starter because they might just run a really run heavy offense and just kind of pound the rock. Listen, their
1: guys ran very well. Every one of them the other night. Uh, receiving, though. As we were talking about, Christian Wilkerson, six receptions for 39 yards. They targeted him early and often, and he showed he could do it. Um, James White had a couple. We all know he's going to when he's open. Jacoby Meyer didn't play much. Uh, and Cale Harry, for being the guy everybody loves, didn't really show up on that score sheet. Uh, the Washington football team, though. Taylor Heineke, pedestrian day. Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't have to do much. Jared Patterson looked pretty good in a short spell there uh, UB product 10 rushes 40 yards as long as being a 12yard rush the, the line wasn't really producing for Washington the other night no Lamar Miller got caught a, or caught a few days later but he went three for 14 uh I mean he might be able to still produce at some point in time in this league at, at those numbers but Jared Patterson also led the way receiving four for 30 Jared Patterson's gonna make himself known yeah I mean
0: I mean they got kind of got a crowded backfield but if he can kind of climb his way up the depth
1: chart. Maybe he'll be, start being fantasy relevant. Absolutely. Uh, they threw to a lot of players in Washington the other day. They've got, like... Fitzpatrick did not look good. No. Uh, Friday night slate. Tennessee Titans and the Atlanta Falcons. Tennessee absolutely lays a throttling on Atlanta. 23-3. to uh, The Titans didn't really do anything out of the norm. Uh, leading tight, or leading quarterback, Logan Woodside, 10 of 15 for 84 and a touch. Matt Barkley, 5 of 8 for 54 and a touch. Not really eye-popping numbers. Darrington Evans has a good day, 4 of 26 with a 6.5-yard per carry average. That should be your number two there. Receiving-wise, intriguing right there. Miller Forrestal, 3 for 20 and a touchdown. Former Alabama product at tight end. Uh, they don't necessarily have their tight end situation figured out here yet. And he looks like he led the day pretty well for Tennessee there. Atlanta Falcons side of the ball, uh, abysmal. Yeah, Just absolutely yeah. downright terrible. Felipe Franks uh, drafted by Atlanta in the draft this year, 2 for 9 for 16. AJ McCarron did have
0: a good rush. I think he Felipe did, Franks? He had like a 50-yard rush. 52, yeah. He's quick. Yeah, he's very quick. We knew, I mean, he wasn't one of the top guys. Uh, he kind of made a name for himself later in the process, but um, we knew kind of coming out that he wasn't going to be.
1: Real a, um, real bowling shoe ugly, though, when you combined go 7 of 23 for 52 yards. I know. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, I don't. There's nobody I feel like I need to talk about here. I, I granted we know that none of their starters really started. Right. No Matt Ryan. I don't think he got any Calvin Ridley in that. No pits. Uh, the Buffalo Bills travel to Detroit, eke out a win 16-15 here. The real news of the day here: Davis Webb coming on as the potential number three-two quarterback. 11 of 16 for 90 and a touchdown. A nice day on the ground as well. Two of 26. One of the more fantasy-relevant players, I think, of the day, though, Devin Singletary. Have a day, kid. Yeah, I mean,
0: he was 8 for 42, averaged 5 yards and a touch. Um,
1: And also, one catch for 6 yards and a touchdown on the goal line.
0: That's the Singletary that we drafted. Uh, That's the type of numbers you want to see. Had a little bit of a down year last year, so we're hoping, Bills fans are hoping Singletary maybe... Can be the guy. I know they're going to roll with Moss as well, so one he, of those two guys has
1: got to take the job. He got back to being exactly what you knew and thought of him from a couple years ago. He had a very patient run style on Friday night.
0: He almost he, had like shady type of run style.
1: Shady meets Le'Veon Bell, right? Because he had patience on some of these runs where he would just find the slightest glimmer of hope and he was through a hole and picks four and more yards up doing so.
0: Last year it was just it would run right into yes, run right into a tackle. Uh, but also the line did. I will. I will say the line did not run block very well last year. Correct. So if he's going to get some blocking, maybe he'll um, improve. Um, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, Bills. Bills. Wise though, receivers uh, probably more suited for your dynasty late round pickups. Mm-hmm. Marquez Stevenson uh, goes five or three for fifty, including the big t- uh, catch for forty two to set up the game winning field goal, and Tommy Sweeney coming back off a of heart condition. Goes uh, two for 34, targeted three times total, 17 yards per average on that. First downs both times he had the ball.
0: Yeah, it was something from COVID, I believe.
1: Uh, He had an enlarged heart due to COVID. Uh, The Detroit Lions side of things, you know, you didn't understand it right away, but outside of Boyle, their uh, their, their second stringer, Mm -hmm. who is their third stringer, Goff had a very accurate day.
0: Yeah, it was very boring because he didn't really do a ton.
1: Um, it's what we talked about on the show the last week. He took what the defense gave him. Yeah, took what the yeah, defense, he took
0: gave what defense gave him. wasn't very flashy. So as a as like a Lions fan, you're like, and I don't really know what kind of offense we're gonna have here, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be efficient.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we're looking at this realistically, if you project that over a full game. If he gets 36 throws and he goes 28 of 36, mm-hmm. you're not upset by that. He's only going to be around 220 yards a game. It's not
0: beautiful. I mean, look at what Tannehill does.
1: Exactly. He's going to be a slightly better version of a game manager.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, at the running back position, the The normal guys you think of didn't do much, but a, I believe it's Chris Reynolds? Craig Reynolds, signed for Friday the day of the game, goes 6-for-49 in a touchdown. Uh, kid's going to make a real shot for that team. Tom Kennedy granted a lot of four-string reps, went 4-of-46. He helped them really make a name getting into scoring position there. Uh, we've got the next game on the slate, Dallas and Arizona. 19 to 16, Cardinals eke out the win there. Nothing really sexy from Dallas, like, like at all. Uh, wow. Dallas had a, Dallas. Dallas had a pretty ugly stat line from everybody. Arizona not much better. I mean, Cole McCoy six of seven. He's obviously their their backup. Um, They have Chris Strieveler at quarterback who threw for 107. It was 12 of 24 and rushed for 55 as well. So a dual threat quarterback there might lean a little bit more into uh, the style of play that you have with Kyler Murray. Yep. But Chase Edmonds gets some rushes. He goes three for 10. Christian Kirk one for 34, targeted once. Uh, Rondell Moore, 3 of 23. Not a bad debut for the rookie, but nothing really beautiful out of that game itself. Miami-Chicago starting the Saturday slate here. Chicago ekes out the win 20-13. to 13. Gary, did you watch any of this game?
0: Uh, yeah, I caught a, a portion of it. I actually saw the part where Fields threw that um, touchdown. Wide open yeah.
1: Jesse James.
0: But I, I didn't catch much of uh, the beginning of it.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, two were played. Didn't look great, didn't look terrible. No. 8 of 11 for 99, his accuracy is improving, but he also threw a pick inside of there. Yeah, the
0: pick was bad.
1: Um, Selvin Ahmad went 6 for 40. Miles Gaskins, 4 for 19 and out snapped by Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown, though, however, 9 rushes, 8 yards. Not exactly great. Mm -mm. Uh, Mike Gusecki, however, 2 for 56. Lynn Bowden sighting after uh, his horrible offseason last year, 4 for 47. Uh, Isaiah Ford ends up on the stat sheet. The Bears, however, Justin Fields comes out. His first uh, possession did not look great. Everyone was against him immediately, and then he comes back to finish the game. 14 of 20 for 142 and a passing touchdown, and add in five for 33 and a rushing touchdown on the ground as well.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't want to put in too much, like, hate or praise for some of the uh,
1: rookies. Rookies
0: only for the fact that it's preseason, so they're not really game planning for defenses. They're just kind of running their vanilla bread-and-butter stuff. So um, it's tough to really get a good uh, analysis on them, but you you see how they're going to play, the type of quarterback they're going to be, so you get a little glimpse of that. Uh, Like Even with Tua, he didn't look great, but they're also not game planning. They're not running their schemes. They're just doing
1: vanilla stuff to kind of – Vanilla is the best word of the day for this because that's that's most of what you're seeing. Yeah, you've got kids out here. Receivers get a little bit more shine in preseason because receivers, you don't have to run your normal routes to still be able to look good run, running a route. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, fields, I don't think at all for being a, a rookie debut, 14 of 20 for 142, it's not a bad day. You double that, he played about half a game. You turn that twice, he's about 302 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think anybody would kill to take that from a rookie. Right. Khalil Herbert had a decent day running the ball, 6 of 38 for 6.3 yards per carry. Um, CJ Maribel saw one carry. Outside of that, Jesse James showing he might have some flex appeal there. Uh, They also do have 8 million tight ends, though, so (laughs) don't buy into that too much. And that'll pretty well do that game in. Denver versus Minnesota. Denver absolutely poo pooed on Minnesota. 33-6. Thirty three to six. You know who looked really good in that game? Both quarterbacks.
0: Yep, both quarterbacks. Drew Locke did look good. I mean, obviously I talked about uh just talking about uh not like too too much speculation on quarterbacks and stuff like that, but I mean there definitely is improvement you see in this game and uh who was it, KJ Hamler? KJ
1: Hamler had a day a day. K J Hamler an eighty yard and a twenty five yard reception, two for one oh five and a touchdown. Uh Tim Benson. Or Trinity Benson, I'm sorry. Uh, four for 36 and two touchdowns on the day. Jerry Judy catches one of three targets his way for 33 yards. The The running backs, uh, part of me want to say the running backs didn't look great, but Javante Williams had a decent stat line, 5 of 29. 5 of 29, averaging 5.8 a carry. Yeah. Drew Locke, though, really, as they said, nobody separated themselves in that competition, there. Locke goes 5 7, 151, and two touchdowns. Bridgewater goes 7 of 8, 74 in a touchdown. Both were efficient. Neither of them looked out of place. No, I think it's still going to go, it's going to
0: be a last minute battle. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, however, uh, they did not look good. Calmond, 6 of 16 for 53. Not a great day for him. Uh, I don't know who that is but holy crap a sim Rose saw 25 carries in the game on on Saturday for 100 yards
0: that's a lot of carries yeah
1: <laughs> um also one catch for 18 for a sim Rose KJ Osborne had a better day two for 15 he's in the running for the number three wide receiver position monster, or uh, what was his name Amir Amir Smith marset uh, had a good day and he's been looking good in camp. So, another guy to keep an eye on there. Cleveland Browns, Jacksonville Jaguars. Browns beat the Jaguars 23 13 in Trevor Lawrence's debut. Uh, got sacked, fumbled, and lost the game. Uh, Cleveland Browns led the way of Kyle Lawetta out here 19 of 24, or 27 for 212 yards and two touchdowns. Um. Nothing really on the ground. I mean, nobody out of the receiving ranks that I think is going to really be fantasy relevant here. Demetric Felton might be the guy. Yeah. Felton, 4 for 44 in the game. That's a good thing. I mean, people liked what he could bring. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a decent day. Jaguars...
0: The. they... Specifically, use him as a running back because I know he was
1: being he started out camp with running backs and transitioned to receivers this past week.
0: Well, that's good because they have a ton of running backs.
1: Uh, Trevor Lawrence in his debut sacked twice, fumble six of nine, 71 yards. CJ Bethard was the uh, lone star for Dallas, or for Jacksonville, going 13 of 16 for 102 and a touch. James Robinson averages over 4.3 yards a carry again on that. Travis Etienne only takes one carry for two yards. I almost said Tavon Austin. Uh, Marvin Jones, three for 52. He was thrown out early and often. LaVisca Chenault two of 14. Uh, Looks like Travis Etienne did not even catch the ball thrown his way. So... Uh, another game where i think a lot of coaches this year are being very vanilla with everything and they're just like yeah throw whoever we have out there Saints and Ravens Ravens are going to clearly win the Super Bowl they just won 4 or 17-14 so like they're they're shooing right uh, New Orleans side Gary Luke Keekley I saw yeah. that <laughs> Luke Keekley with the Buffalo Bills uh, no one knows with officially what coaching or playing uh, Gary, who is the best quarterback for New Orleans? Oh, look at that. Ian Book.
0: is <laughs> one of the guys, uh, obviously, that I liked out of the draft. Um, I knew he wouldn't be highly sought after, but when I called it on air on our, on our thing, I'm like, yep, he's going to the Saints right here, right now. Ian Book to the Saints. Um, putting together a nice
1: little game there. Uh, James Winston, 7 of 12, 96 in a touch. A touch and a pick. Uh, Taysom Hill, 8 of 12, 81 and a pick. Running back, who is this? Tony Jones. That sounds like a terrible Madden creative player. Tony Jones. Tony Jones.
0: Sounds like a pizza parlor. Come to Tony Jones. (laughs) Uh,
1: He goes 7 of 82 for a rushing touchdown, 11.7 yards per carry average. That's a name to look out for, man. Uh, I mean, Latavius Murray's not bad, but... He hasn't been the most efficient back in the last couple years. Does Tony Jones become the number two change of pace back for uh, Alvin Kamara? I mean, no job is ever secured. Uh, Another name to watch fantasy-wise, Marquez Calloway. Wide receiver number one, uh, three catches for 61 yards this past week. Tony Jones also had five catches for 38 yards. Tony Jones is going to be the number two back by the end of the season.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't doubt it.
1: Lil, Lil Jordan Humphreys had a touchdown, Gary. I don't see because I really like his name. Um Baltimore side of things, Trace McSorley went eleven of eighteen seven or eighty-seven yards and an interception. Uh these stats are ugly. Devin Duvernay got targeted early and often, four for twenty eight. Nothing super sexy about that. This was just kind of the standard walkthrough for for Baltimore. Nobody really got anything extended look wise. New York Giants and New York Jets. Battle of the New Jersey teams. And battle of an ugly, ugly game. 12 7, Jets beat the Giants. (laughs) Um, New York Jets stats Zach Wilson, 6 of 9 for 63 yards.
0: He had a couple nice throws. Uh,
1: Mike White, 13 of 19, 127. I Johnson? They,
0: if, if Zach Wilson gets hurt, they really do not have much behind
1: him. No. Um, Denzel Mims leading the way, three, or f- 3 of 51. So Denzel Mims out here showing up and showing out. Uh, Tyler Croft caught some passes. Uh, C.J. Thorson.
0: Didn't Denzel Mims say he had food poisoning?
1: Yeah, and then he ended up doing good. Uh, C.J. Thorson, 5 of 16. Mike Lennon, 3 of 7. I didn't know he was in the league anymore. Uh... Sandro Platzgummer with a great day. No, I did not just make that name up. He went four of fifty-one for 12.8 yards rushing average. Um David Sills, former Buffalo Bill product. 3 of 49. Buffalo Bill and West Virginia wide receiver. Cincinnati Bengals meet. The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Meaning, when the Bengals win 19-14, to the Bengals are all the Super Bowl champions.
0: I guess that's that's definitely how it works. I think that's
1: how it works, right? Uh, the Bengals, Kyle Schirmer uh, led the way. 12-19, of 19, 108-ness, and in a pick. I don't know if I'd say that's leading the way. Who is ja- Jacques Patrick, running back from Cincy, leading the way with 71 yards on the ground. This is very touchy today. Running at Chris Evans, though. Four for 33 and 25 yards on the ground and a touchdown. He had a solid day for being a guy that uh, is getting a real inside look at the number two running back spot. The quarterbacks from uh, from Tampa, not doing great. Blaine Gabbert, 6 of 11, 64 yards. Ryan Griffin, 6 of 11, 47 yards. Two picks. Uh, Kyle Trask, 4 of 15, 35 yards, sacked twice. And Tom, t- terrific. 1 of 2, 9 er, nine yards, and 1 sack.
0: Surprised let him even take a snap.
1: Let alone 2 when he gets hit in the second. Um, the running game in Tampa was abysmal. The leading runner had a 2.5 yard per carry average. Everybody else was at 1 or less. Uh, wide receiver-wise... Nobody of much luck. Jalen Darden had two for 19. Gio Bernard saw two for 16. So exactly what I thought with Bernard. He's going to see a lot of catches this mm-hmm. year. Houston Texans, Green Bay Packers. Uh, that might be the only game that Houston wins this year. Houston wins 26-7. to Davis Mills uh, threw for good yardage, but 50% completion percentage. 11 of 22, 112, and one pick. Tyrod Taylor, 4 for 4 for 40.
0: Sounds like a Buffalo Bills stat line.
1: 4 for 4 for 40. Uh, Scotty Phillips. Sounds like a terrible American Idol contestant. (laughs) 13 of 66 for a touchdown. Uh, Buddy Howell, 8 for 38. That's not bad, actually, for being a kid who just came off the COVID list. Uh, Darius Jackson. I thought that was David Johnson. But Darius Jackson, 5 for 37 and a touch as well. Most of their their day done on the ground. Chris Conley is going to lead them in receiving at 4 for 51. The Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love, 12 of 17, 122, and a touchdown. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad day.
0: No, not a bad day. Kind of promising.
1: He got hurt. Um, Um,
0: But obviously, like we talked about, it's preseason, so.
1: Devin Funch is leading the way, though. 6 for 70 on the day. Jay Sternberger, 3 of 35. Amari Rogers, 3 for 15. It's a solid 4 points in fantasy. The Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Chiefs are going to eke that one out, 19-16. Trey Lance got all this love and affection early uh, as he throws an 80-yard touchdown and then goes 4 of 13 the rest of the day for 48 yards. So, Trey Lance showing exactly why people love him.
0: And yeah, exactly why people hate him.
1: Only to go back to showing how the inconsistencies are not going to necessarily have this taken care of early. Yeah,
0: I mean, like we did talk about, I keep saying it, it's preseason, um, so we can't say, hey, this guy's great, this guy sucks. We'll, we'll see what happens during the season. But uh, I will say the touchdown he did score is a type of touchdown he scored on in college a lot, that kind of boot where the guy's kind of wide open.
1: Uh, Trey Sermon goes 9 of 26 on the day. Jermichael Hasty goes 10 for 63 and a touch. 21-yard rushing is his longest. Uh, none of the receivers really anything jumping off the page there. Trey Sermon did see 2 for 14 receiving as well. Uh, the Chiefs, day, I don't know any of their quarterbacks. Chad Henney, 6 of 9 for 37 yards and a touch. Uh, Ch- Jarek McKinnon, 3 of 19 for the Chiefs this week. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 4 of 16. Doris Fontaine 4 for thirty receiving. So, yeah, none of the real Chiefs studs playing this week, and nobody probably expected them to. Seahawks and Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders are going to win that one 20-7. Seahawks... See Geno Smith getting the most action at quarterback and not really doing much. Uh, DJ Dallas coming out and showing he can play. 5 for 24 on the ground and adding 2 for 45 and a touch in the air. Cade Johnson, Gary, we were a fan of him.
0: Yeah, South Dakota Uh,
1: State. Yep, Cade Johnson battling a groin injury and still goes 4 of 25 receiving. Nate Peterman plays the entire game. And go figure! Throws an interception. Uh, At least it's not five. Gary, do you see who led the 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 way on the ground for the Raiders? Yeah. Trey was, Regas. Trey Regas. Thirteen for sixty-two in a touch. Brian Emmons nine for forty-five in a touch. Nate Peterman six for thirty-two rushing. Who let that man run? <laughs> Zay Jones three of fifty-seven in the air. Uh, that's a big name to watch. I already scooped him up in a couple or in our Dynasty League Gary. DJ Turner, undrafted wide receiver rookie from, from uh Vegas, seven of forty-three. It's eleven fantasy points. Uh, the LA Chargers versus the LA Rams. Thirteen to six final for the Chargers victory. Chase Daniel is in uh is is in LA. No, did not know that. Larry Roundtree leads the ground rushing for the Chargers, eight for sixty-three. Josh Palmer goes six for thirty-six uh receiving Darnold Donald Parham Jr., two of thirty-one. They said he's been getting number two tight end reps. Uh always a name you should keep an eye on. The six foot eight tight end who can go up and get it. Yeah. <laughs> um XFL Legend, Donald Parham, that is. Bryce Perkins has the day for the Rams, 7 of 10 for 42 and a touch. Also, 4 for 23 on the ground. Joe Harris, tight end slash wide receiver uh, conversion, 4 for 43 on the er, in the air. And the last game on the spread yesterday, as we're recording this, Carolina versus the Indianapolis Colts, uh, 21-18 final for the Colts. Easton was efficient. Uh, Sam Ellinger shined late. Eason went 15 of 21 for 183. Ellinger went 10 of 15 for 155. Did throw a pick though, but Eason got sacked three times. Ellinger rushes for eight for 30. Uh, Marlon Mack had four yards or three yards per carry on four carries. It might be the rookie there. Tariq Black, the rookie, goes three for. 67 in his uh, Colts debut, and the Carolina Panthers side of things. PJ Walker, ten of 21, 60 or 161, and a touch. Chuba Hubbard, Gary. Oh wow! I thought we liked that guy. <laughs> Seven for 80 yards, 11.4 yards per carry. What a what a stat line.
0: What a stat line, yeah. Uh,
1: Terrace Marshall going three for 88 though. DJ Moore sees two for 26. Tommy Tremble gets a uh, gets a punch in the end zone. Three of 19 and a touch.
0: Yeah, he was predominantly used as a tight end. Bag. As a
1: as a blocker, as a, as a backer, uh, when he was with Notre Dame. Uh, but guys, I think that'll really do it. Coverage of the first week of preseason, over and out. Some news covered. Uh, we'll get some more fantasy talk. Maybe Gary and I will do, we'll cover some dynasty stuff next week. As yep. we will be finishing up our dynasty draft tomorrow night. As of recording this, Gary, anything you want to finish off with? No, I mean, we're
0: getting down to the, the wire here, so hopefully you're having a good Wednesday, and
1: we'll talk to you on Friday. Absolutely, guys, and until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>